salutations all who are joining the prayer experience today on Sunday the 6th of November. Welcome to everyone from around the world. Whether you're in the UK or another country, thank you for joining us today. We have a hotline for you to make your prayer request, so please note that down. Use it now if you have a pressing need for prayer. Please share this video so others can join us in prayer and share your comments, your prayer requests and your praise requests. We want to know what God is doing in your lives. So share your testimonies as well as your prayer requests with us. Look out for our email address here on the screen. We have a prayer experience website. Do check it out for daily devotionals, inspirations. And there are some prayer points there as well, which will help you with your prayer life and your walk with Christ. Let's pray now with thanksgiving in our hearts. I've chosen Lamentations 3, 22 to 23, English Standard Version. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings you have bestowed on my life. You have provided me with more than I could ever have imagined. You surrounded me with people who always look out for me. You have given me family and friends who bless me every day with kind words and actions. Father God, thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and your blessings over us. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for your sacrifice so that we might have freedom and life. Forgive us when we don't thank you enough for who you are, for all you do and for all you've given. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you afresh. Renew our spirits. Fill us with your peace and joy. We love you and we need you this day and every day. We give you praise and thanks for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you for being my teacher, for instructing and leading me through this classroom called life. Thank you, God, for your enduring love and perfect peace. I remember the marvellous works you have done in my life and in the world. I give you praise for your faithfulness. We thank you for all the blessings you give us as we look at all you've done for us. We are overwhelmed. Most of all, we thank you for sending your only son to die for us. Thank you for raising him from the dead and that he is now seated with you in heaven. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit whereby we can feel your presence. May we always hunger to spend time with you. Sometimes life gets us down and we find it hard to see things, to be thankful for them. Open our eyes to see the gifts you have given to us in our lives. We thank you for loving us enough to come to earth and die so we can live forever. Thank you, God, for all your blessings to us and our families, for the strength you give us each day and for all the people around us who make life more meaningful. Amen. Our inspired word is Proverbs 4, verse 23 from the NIV. The, it says, above or else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. So we're going to talk about the matter of the heart. We live in a consumer-oriented, materialistic and hedonistic society bent on pleasing self. In comparison to some parts of the world, most of us are accustomed to very high levels of luxury by way of comfort, pleasure and security. With this comes the idea that happiness comes in a 
from accomplishments, recognition, material possessions and comfort. We have come to believe the mistaken and Satan-promoted thought that we just get certain things, then we will be happy and secure. As a result, people focus on success. They believe that they have made it if they're successful. But in truth, they are neither happy or successful. In their hearts, they are still lonely and lost, and they know they are. So they continue to strive for the same things. As Christians, we may have rejected some or even a lot of these successes, yet the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. And because we're all so easily influenced by the world around us, our hearts need guarding. The real issues of life are spiritual and really matters of the heart. The heart is the essence of who we really are. It is our inner man or woman. May, maybe it's for this reason that the word heart is found so many times in the Bible. Our hearts need guarding because of its natural bent as a part of our fallen nature. And this is true even of those who have been regenerated by the Spirit of God through faith in Christ Jesus. While believers possess the new nature and the capacity to know God and discern spiritual things, and while they have received the enlightening and empowering ministry of the Holy Spirit, they still possess the old nature and have the capacity for evil and selfish pursuits by which they can strive to handle life in their own apart from God. Our hearts need guarding because we do not naturally think and look at life like God does. We're ignorant of his mind and his ways and so we need the wisdom and direction of God to know his ways and to know our own heart and its wicked ways. Proverbs warns us that our foolishness twists our path to righteousness. Our foolishness perverts our paths and turns us towards sin and death. Like sheep, we have a tendency to wander from God in our hearts. Nigel and I drove through some countryside yesterday and there were sheep in the fields, sheep in the roads, all over the place. And we had to be careful that we did not scare the ones in the roads as sheep panic and run off in any direction. Just like us, we must not be subject to fear, but keep the sound mind God has given us. Naturally, that's in the fallen world, people want to live independently and to control and direct their own affairs. People want to be in charge of their own destinies. They want to trust God with getting them to heaven, but would prefer to direct their own affairs whilst they're alive on earth. This is partly because we're so committed to our own desires. To completely follow God's direction means that we may be called to give up something that we think we must have in order to be secure or happy. This need for survival makes us believe that it's safer to be in charge ourselves. Man is inherently rebellious by nature as a result of the fall. Man now focuses on immediate understanding and gain. Our hearts need guarding because the heart is not just deceitful, it is more deceitful than all else. We can't trust it because of its natural selfishness, self-centeredness and self-protective ways and devices. But... To experience God's way, we must first reject, reject our self-trust or reliance upon those things we use to protect ourselves. Then, in the place of self-trust and self-reliance, we need to learn to rely completely on God, regardless of how things appear. Rather than lean on our own understanding, we must trust the Lord to direct our path. But our hearts, because of our fears and selfish concerns, deceive us through its vain rationalizations, and we still want to turn to our own solutions. 
In the Bible, the prophet Jeremiah describes the heart of man as being incurably wicked. The Jews understood the heart to describe our whole being, body, mind, soul and spirit, the whole inner man. So Jeremiah was saying that we were therefore beyond cure. But we know, don't we, that Jesus came onto this earth as God in the flesh. He came to give us a new heart by dying on the cross. By dying on the cross, he took away our incurable condition. By God's understanding, Jesus took all of that wickedness upon himself and died. When he died, he went into Hades and returned. He conquered death. He conquered sin. He conquered the corrupted heart. We have the opportunity to become reborn with his perfect heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. You won't know how, but you will know the benefits of Jesus' sacrifice if you accept him as a real person into your lives, into your hearts. Remember this. The pull of our old nature is always there to deceive us. We must continue our lives by daily reading God's word, by speaking to Jesus in our prayers, by allowing the Holy Spirit, our dear helper, to help us into what we know as newness of life, to help us make righteous decisions according to the word of God on our daily lives. Our hearts need guarding because the heart cannot be understood by our own wisdom. Only God can reveal and lay bare our hearts to us. It is hard to know our own motives and reasons. We're naturally skilled at deceiving ourselves. Our hearts need guarding because the heart is the wellspring of life, the fountain of who we are, our values, beliefs, dreams and pursuits. Because of this, we must guard it well or we will start to follow the ways of the world and that will always lead us to our downfall. Proverbs says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So let us show that our hearts are full of God's purposes. Let us reflect and replay, pray. Go into a time of reflection and pray. We're humbled by your concern that we would have a pure heart, O oh God. One that is clear and one that has experienced your love and the change your love gives to those who accept you as Lord and Saviour. Help us. Not to be deceived by our own lusts when we are worshipping. Cleanse us and purify our hearts from selfish pursuits. We choose this day to seek you alone. And acknowledge that it is you alone who can untangle us from the pull of this world on our fallen nature. Your word is not just a book of doctrine. It is our life. Convict us daily, O oh God. Keep us from falling and help us to use your righteousness to make right choices, have right motives and to focus on you and die to our selfish desires. For your name's sake, we ask these things. Amen. Let's move on and pray for the church. I've got um, Matthew 6, 21, uh, the evangelical heritage version. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's our privilege to come into God's throne room to intercede and lift up our church and its leaders. Church is not a place. It's a body. It's family with blood ties through Jesus Christ. So let us pray together now. Compel us, O oh God, as a church to proclaim your truth and preach your message. Your words are life to us. Use your word to rebuke us, correct us and encourage us and let us follow you as we hold each other unaccountable. Only you can give us great patience and the words to teach. We fully depend on you. 
Your house is to be a house of prayer. Direct us to our knees and seal our commitment and desire to be devoted to communicating with you in prayer. Let our church be known as a house of prayer. Keep us awake, alert, watchmen on the walls, day and night. Fill our hearts with joy, no matter the circumstances, as we come to you as your bride. Fill us with your spirit, O oh God, to boldly proclaim that there is salvation in no one else but you. Through our church, shout your name. Lift up your name for all to hear and all to see. Jesus, your name is above all names. Only you can save. Keep us committed to sharing your salvation and who you are. Compel us to boldly speak your name. For your name's sake, we pray this. On behalf of our churches, we commit to prioritizing discipleship, to actively participate in the study of God's word, personally and corporately. We are as clay, so mold and make us to become more like Jesus, O oh God. May our leaders labor and strive to present this body of Christ, maturing Christ. Give us a passion and zeal for the Bible and prayer. Feed us, strengthen us, move us when necessary so that we are men and women of faith, full of grace and truth. Jesus, build us, strengthen us, grow our faith. This is your church. You created us. We are yours. Use this church as you will, not as we will. Do what only you can do. We claim this promise. The forces of hell will not overcome your church. We stand in faith, covered in your armour and armed with your word, the sword of the Spirit. You are our source of life and strength. We find sure footing, security and victory in you, our King of kings and Lord of lords, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. We pray these things for the sake of your kingdom. Amen. Let's move on to the nations. 1 Timothy 2 verse 1 to 3, King James Version says, I will exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Saviour. Grant us. Now, let us pray together for the nations. Grant us wise leaders, O God, whose heart was set to know and search out and seek true wisdom and the reason of things and to know that wickedness is folly, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of justice, judgment and equity. Grant our leaders the ability to distinguish between righteous counsel and deceitful counsel of the wicked. Surround them with righteous men and women who will give them sound advice. May government halls and buildings around the world be filled with wise counsel and understanding. Guard us and keep us in perfect and constant peace for our minds are stayed on you, O God, because we commit ourselves to you. We lean on you and hope confidently on you. Teach us the way of peace in our goings as a nation. Make our crooked paths straight so that we go in them and may know peace. Lord, we pray that your thoughts and plans for us as nations may be established on earth. Grant us the ability as nations to follow after the things which make for peace and things which cause us to build up one another as nations. May your peace rule in the hearts of men 
all over the world. Let it mount guard over our hearts and minds. Remove hatred and contentions from the hearts of men in various nations across the world. Cause your love to reign in the hearts of men and cover all transgression between nations. Open our hearts and mind as nations that we may come to know the love of our Yeshua, Jesus Christ, which surpasses mere knowledge and facts, that we may be filled unto all the fullness of God and become nations wholly filled and flooded with God. Grant us the ability to walk in love towards all men. May we see beyond our racial and tribal differences. Teach us to esteem and delight in one another as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a slain offering and sacrifice to you, O God. Direct our hearts into realizing and showing your love, O God, and into the steadfastness and patience of Yeshua and in waiting for his return. Grant us the ability to love in deed, truth, in practice, and in sincerity. We lift up COP27 and ask you, Lord, to expose what is true and what is not true for that agenda. May your word reign and may your people praise you. Let those who seek the destruction of mankind for their own needs be exposed and brought down. We lift up Haiti and ask for your hand over this situation for the benefit of all countries facing fuel and food restrictions. We declare that all ungodly restrictions will be brought down in Jesus' name. We praise for those persecuted for the sake of the kingdom, that they will press on and not be discouraged. Raise more laborers of the gospel within our nations. May the good news we deliver enrich the poor in spirit, heal the brokenhearted, deliver the captives, bring recovery of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. Lord, open the minds of unbelievers in nations across the globe to see the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ, who is the the image and likeness of God. Thank you, O oh God, for committing the message and ministry of reconciliation to us. May those who hear our message mix it with faith and be fruitful in their lives. Lord, we pray that your word may spread rapidly and run its course and be glorified and triumph that ministers of your word may be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. Grant freedom of utterance to all ministers of the word and boldness to proclaim the mystery of the good news. For the sake of your kingdom, we pray these things. Amen. So we're going on to healing. Jeremiah 30, verse 17, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. So lift up those you know who need prayer now as we pray together. God of wholeness, heal the hurts both inside and out that make life difficult each day. Ease the pain, loosen the chains, bringing your freedom in their place. We pray for those weighed down by ill health, bring wholeness to body, mind and spirit. We intercede for those weighed down by worry, bring wisdom, peace and reassurance. We intercede for those weighed down by fear, bring freedom, release and liberation. And we intercede for those weighed down by sadness, bring comfort, strength and joy. Healing God, bless those on a journey of recovery from illness or surgery. Grant strength, patience, freedom from pain. Bring restoration of health through your spirit's power. Reach out and touch them so that they know you are there, bringing comfort and light even in the darkest of times. We lift up David and declare his tumour dissolved, 
We lift up Anne Peck recovering from surgery. We lift up William on dialysis. We lift up Roy and Marion. Touch their needs, O God. May your healing balm of Gilead surround their illness and quench it like fire. We lift up Rachel and all those needing salvation. We pray for Irene and declare that you have given her a sound mind. We lift up Barry and ask for your peace and your provision and to continue with your favour. We lift up Phil Ingram and ask that you will continue with your favour and grant him the building. We lift up Tanya's sons and declare that they will remain in the hands of God. We now take authority over all sickness and disease. We declare that it is not of God. We command it to leave now. Sickness and disease go in Jesus' name. We speak life into the dying. We speak life into the depressed. We speak life into those feeling suicidal. Bones straighten now. Eyes open now. Ears unstopped now. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. That is coming to the end once more of a wonderful prayer experience. Please continue to pray for, pray for the points we've touched on. Please continue to pray for the Unseen Warriors, praying and supporting this ministry, the tech team, the intercessors, everyone who gives their time, their work and their words to this media ministry. Thank you all of you for your time and dedication. Remember to join the Prayer Experience community on WhatsApp and on Facebook. Come and be a part of that uh, community. Subscribe to the free audio podcast. Everything is there for you to join with us, to be encouraged and be a part of this end time work. Also describe to um, the podcast, which um, I forgot to say, you can find on Android and iOS. Remember, this podcast is available to listen as soon as it's finished, so you can share it straight away with your friends and those you know who will be blessed by it. Thank you for doing that. You can also watch the recordings on Daily Talks Media Facebook. I do that frequently, and it's really great to continue and remember what you write. It gives you a chance to write things down for your prayer times. Join us again at 1 p.m. tomorrow. BST. Bye for now.
subscribe.